As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Pack filler. Pack filler. I'm Pat Bolger. I'm Mark Hudson. Welcome to another episode of the Pack Filler Podcast, home to every bad or dumb ass who's ever straddled a top tube. You can be a part of the show on Facebook, Twitter, or dumb old email at info at packfiller.com. Listen while working, training, or just sitting and sipping a cold one. And now your hosts, Pat Bulger and Mark Hodgson. If mispronunciation were an Olympic sport, I think the gold would always go to Pack Filler. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Pack Filler Podcast in the Green Studios. I'm Pat Bulger. I'm Mark Hodgson. Hey, welcome to another show. You know, we're finally keeping our, our, our shit schedule together and, and we're getting shows off on a regular basis. Although we all worries were pretty damn accurate. Pretty we're good. not too bad. Yeah, yeah. things happen though. Yeah. And sure. we, we got a little fresh coat of paint in the studio. It now looks like a gigantic olive, especially with the uh, green, sh- uh, the red chairs we're sitting in. Don't you think? It's kind of a, it's it's one one or two shades off of Bianchi green, which I do oh. have a love affair of. Celeste, Celeste. There is there. I, oh God, I wonder if she. Listens. I would paint a, gr- a paint a room that green with Bian- with the Bianchi logo on. Damn it. right. Oh God, that'd be gorgeous. Um, and uh, and only a few people. There'd be like six people in the world that would get it. But yeah. Oh my gosh, I've always loved that. Frankie Andreo has a sister who's named Celeste. Um, because of? I don't think so, no. I knew her way back in the day. Oh, that's cool. I had a little crush on her. She was really cute. Oh. But, you ever talk anymore? Oh, you're married. Uh, no, we never talked. I mean, we never talked in the first place. She was oh. she was pretty cool, and I was just a, I was one of the geeks. The Olympic Training Center, she was one of the cool ones. She was oh. that all the guys wanted. That's cool. So, um, hey, now that I'm on a happy mark, happy note, um, we, we do always have to thank sponsors before we get rolling into the show. Thank you again to David McQuillan 
at Sufferfest, and he is over in London right now doing a protest in a pub why, for why Sufferlandria is not being included in the Olympic Games. God bless him. Which I think is freaking brilliant. So um, it, it, go over to, uh, go, first of all, go to packfiller.com. Click on our link to, to go to uh the Sufferfest videos. Check him out. See what's going on and support him, man. It's funny. He's got the kit. You know, he's got all kinds of stuff going on. He's getting pretty pretty in-depth at it, and so it's pretty funny. Well, apparently Bradley Wiggins joined him, but that's that's later in the show. But <laughs> Yeah, shit, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, thanks to uh, David and Sufferfest. If you don't know what Sufferfest videos are, you are obviously not fit enough. So um, go over there and try them out. Also, thanks to Road ID. Big thanks for their support, and be sure to click on the link on our website before getting one of those kick-ass Road ID bands that Bob Key talks about all the time. Bob Key? Bobka. That's Actually, not Bob Roll, is yeah, it? Yeah. Isn't it Bobka? It was supposed to be Bobka. Yeah. Bobka. Bobka, I think. But I think he gave up after many years of people calling him Bobkey, and he just went, fine, screw it. I'll be Bobkey. Yeah, that's good enough. So, you know, there he's got that going. Um, it has happened. We t- uh, Last show, we talked about the tour being over, and we had a um, an agreement. Bit of a gentleman's agreement, if I remember correctly. On the time trial. Yes. And I do believe the final time trial we had discussed at length um, that you I you had Wiggins, I had Froome, and you gave me a one-minute buffer. I gave you minute 05. Did you give me a minute 05? I gave you a minute 05. I'm going to have to go back to the documents because that even pisses me off more. I gave you a minute 05. I started out at, I said, better than a minute. And then I said, I'll give you a minute 05 because... I felt that for Wiggins to have, and I think Wiggins has definitely stamped it with authority now, for yeah. Wiggins to to truly show that he was the true winner and that Froome and all that. You, you know, there's always those yeah, moments yeah. In, in any tour when you have a second place on the same team. He really needed to, what I would call stamp it with authority. I feel that Bradley Wiggins came through, stamped it with authority on that day. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. And quit rubbing it in, you ass. Okay? So you gave me a minute five. I gave Froome. you a minute five. Um, and the, the, um, the person who did not win this agreement, because gambling doesn't work, right, had to bring our beverage of choice for the next three shows. Correct. Right? Before we went on the air, Mark happened to remind me that we've been switching off every week for who brings beer, our beverage. I think it's six weeks. So now I'm, I'm out for six goddamn weeks of beer. Shit! I thought I was just doing it for three weeks, and that would have been it. Here's the worst part. Um, you, <laughs> Mr. Bulger, you yourself did not want the $20 wager. You instead... <laughs> proposed beer for three weeks. Well, now, if it's beer, price, if it's beer three. for three weeks, then it's beer for three of my weeks, not yeah. three of your weeks. Yeah, that's six weeks. And we go every other week, yeah. so it could be and, as many as twelve. And we're contemplating, <laughs> we're contemplating going every week, so it could be either six or as bad as twelve. Shit! And the what really pisses so me off is actually quite a good bet for me. Well, yeah. But do you know what the time gap was, Giggle uh, Boy? I want to say a minute 39. It was it? a minute 15. Was it a minute I 15? I lost by 10 epping seconds. Still stamped it. I mean, I, I can't bag on Froome. That's the one thing. that The uh, point of this bet was never to bag on Froome. It was no. that I thought that Wiggins 
that when a team rallies around one particular rider and yeah. then you're able to choose from the race of truth from the two riders, I felt that Wiggins was the clear winner. I do believe, however, my point was originally that if Froome were allowed a re- launch earlier in the tour, he would have had more than a buffer. That's that's possibly true. And, and this is why the tour is such a great a great event is because you would have had to put Froome on another team with other riders that could suffer in the mountains yeah, 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 in yeah. order for that to work. And Wiggins would have had riders that couldn't suffer in the mountains because all the other teams had pretty good riders. BMC. <laughs> Didn't work out. Froome isn't going to switch, though. Froome's not going anywhere. I think I think it's too magic at Sky right now. I think things are going too well at Sky. Hopefully, hopefully there's good chemistry there because that's, that's pretty impressive. And it's freaking government-supported right now. I mean, you can't beat it. Well, I mean, and the other thing is, is whatever they did worked extremely well. It oh, got, hell yeah. I mean, Sky, I, as much as I know, a Great Britain won the gold medal, but Sky also won it. Yeah. yeah. And so Sky now has a gold medal winner on their team. See, now you're jumping ahead. Yeah, I know. But, what but I'm, I think, I, I think I the think whole think point pertinent. of this entire piece was, is I'm the beer bitch for at least six more weeks. Isn't that awesome? That's a no, good bet. No, it's not awesome. That is a good bet. <laughs> Shit. Fabulous. Oh, in the meantime, we were able to hit race the river. Um, I, a fun little ditty. Five weeks because you came through this week. I oh, five more weeks. Oh, wait, this go. was your week anyway. This was your week. Was You're it? hosed. Is yeah, you week? are absolutely so hosed. You started paying back yet? Yeah. Why am I laughing? Cheers. Yeah, we're we're. I'm going to experiment with this too. We're we're enjoying uh, some of the new Belgium shift pale lager this time, and um, I'm going to go for cans. I'm going to go for quality cans for for all of my entries, and I will let people know if you have if you if anybody out there has recommendations for quality good canned beer. And Mark and I are not hopheads. We don't like the big skunky beers um so i would love to have those either on our facebook page or uh send me in something on twitter you know just hashtag pack filler or something like that and uh and i'd love to see what those opinions are absolutely speaking of which we are on facebook right now we're on twitter right now um skype i even have up and running i don't know if we're going to take calls or not like like that tonight we'll see how the conversation goes but we'll see uh we might be able to take calls so yeah if you have obscene things to say please don't come on to our show i mean if you're just going to spout obscenities however if you have um something that we disagree with we'd love to hear from you (laughs) um you know i mean i'm wrong all the time yeah you know i might i may not admit it to you but i mean hey we'd love to hear from you yeah uh race the river i was talking about i just want to recap a couple things we were at race the river we did a couple weeks ago that was always fun it was fun yeah it's a great race Mm -hmm. um and it was good to see um our blood thinner friends uh, doing so well at the front of the pack we've got we've got the first and second finishers in that event were both on some sort of blood thinners due to health uh control problems and uh they both did extremely well nice job to both those guys apparently kumadin's the way to go yeah (laughs) who knows who knew it would be a performance enhancer (laughs) i I somehow doubt it knowing the two winners um oh absolutely winners but the first two places one winner in second place just i mean i had never called a triathlon unfortunately you were still at the start that's always been the case has it that's always been the case for the first runners in this race i the the funny part and um of this show is that yes i mean you know roger always gets men- mentioned but roger always comes up to me at that race and i zip him up because i'm at the start <laughs> and he's got you know I mean, it's just easier that way and so drink, i by I the way up. he mentioned roger drink, i know that's the whole drink. thing yeah. but uh no, as soon he, as he mentions trifusion you can drink again and and you know i mean you think i'm a little gay i'm not <laughs> um, you're insanely gay oh yeah completely. you got a little man crush 
No, I, I really don't have a man it's crush. It's like a brotherly man crush. I'd say it's more of a brotherly man crush. It's like having your, your brother race a... Ra- a lot of guys have man crushes on Roger. I don't have a, I don't have a man crush on, on Roger, Roger, though. I'm saying a lot of guys do. A good-looking guy. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I've just been around him too much to even be at all. No, I don't think nothing. you have to... I don't think the person... You don't, I don't think you have to be necessarily... You're not attracted to the person with a man crush. You just kind of look at them and you're like, oh, man, that guy's so cool. I want to hang out with him. And I'm not saying you have that because you and you and Roger have been friends for far it's too so long. It's so over. Yeah, it's yeah. so over. But um, but I I've seen a lot of man crushes. No, I mean that's, especially people who follow Roger. Yeah, well, he's a good guy. So, yeah, but absolutely. anyway, he comes up and I zip to get and then zip we can him be up. off. That doesn't sound gay. It's yeah, it's a little gay. And uh but 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 not a lot. And uh, <laughs> um but so I zip Zipper him in, was his in the back. Suit. No, it's in the front, of course. I mean, he wears it backwards. And so <laughs> Um, no, it's it's in the back. So and zipping so him up in the back. That it's, I, if I'm not mistaken, it's a type of wetsuit you have to zip. Um, I believe you go top hey, to bottom instead of whatever lets you sleep at night, there, buddy. But you'd have to see the wetsuit. Oh yeah. So you zip him up. He goes off, and it's like, hey, great. And then I get to announce the start of the elite men. Yeah. And they go, and so that's the funny part is, is I'm I always see his start, and you, that's the part of the race that's funny for me. You've never seen the start. No. Ever since the first year, I've and always had to go set up the finish. Is probably the most spectacular piece of that race because really? there's literally 1,200 people standing at that start, and it's mayhem. It is That's a lot absolute of mayhem. Yeah, it's women. All and, trying to get onto the river. Well, no, it's not that bad because everybody's very well behaved, and, and our announcing is so good that, oh, that we, actually, yeah. we actually – because of of our, I mean, like the organization actually works out because we're able we're able to do it. So everybody goes in fairly orderly, but it's really a good time. I got music going, everything's going good, and um, but I see the elite start. I've never seen a finish. Well, you've seen a lot of finishes, but you, oh, you've never seen the elite finish, and um, it it no. was so freaking fast this year. And I was my point was is that I have not seen. A triathlon finished that close in a long time. I mean, they were less than seven seconds apart from each other. Yeah. That's that's tight. For a triathlon yeah. especially. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, it was really impressive. So um, I, I that event keeps going strong. It's a fun one to be at. And I, I always have said, if you're going to... If you're going to try the sport of triathlon, that's the one to probably give it a shot with. Um, we talk about this every year. The swim you can actually com- complete if you tread water. Because yeah. you're swimming downstream. Slowly. Yeah. You um, could finish it, though. Well, yeah. And, and the, the nice part about that race is I think it's a very positive environment for the competitors themselves. And that's the yeah. best part about that race is you could finish dead last and the people will be cheering hardest for you. Yeah. And that's I think that's what's important about the sport of triathlon. And I've, I've said that probably many times on this show. But it proves out year after year at the Race of River Triathlon. And I think that – and Radiant Lake, too, for that matter. But yeah. um, it's it's always good to see the right aspects of the sport coming through. You had very high level of competition at the elite level, good, solid competition at the age group level, and then a ton of beginners. Yeah. And that's what's going to keep a, a, a sport going. That's what does it. And I think that's one thing that triathlon has done very well. And that's the one thing that Race the River does exceptionally well. Glad to be a part of it. Yeah. Probably my favorite race to announce every year. I would agree. Yeah, you I'd know. agree. I mean, you know, I, I really like the Schlamman weekend. I wish you were there with me for that one because that's a, that's a fun one. 
Um, and, and speaking of Coeur d'Alene, I'm not going to mention any names because it hasn't been solidified yet. We might be back in Coeur d'Alene later on this year to call in another event. Once we find out the 100% on that gig, we'll, we'll let everybody know. Love to do it, though, and yeah. uh, right up our alley, and, and we'll be there. You bet. If, if we can be. Yeah. I mean, if not, um, certainly we will still probably plug the event. Oh, I yeah. Mean, or we'll know, just stand in the corner with a bullhorn and say I'm, bad things. I might ride it. Um, I might ride it, too. Yeah, I might ride it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's that good of an event. So hopefully, yeah. if I can be on a microphone, um, love to do it for him. If not, I might take part in it. Yeah. I mean, either way, it's that good of an event. Speaking, you know, speaking of some of those things, um, how how, have, how has your riding been going or training or riding overall? has been horrible? Really, um, training I win. has been bad. Um, but uh, I've 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 taken steps. You I've have taken steps. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I I was actually looking forward to talking about this because I don't know what went wrong. Um. I, I want to say it was the birth of my daughter, but I don't want to put it on her. That's a good excuse, though. I don't want to put it on her too much, though, because... Oh, do it. She doesn't understand. I know. Blame her. Well, here's here's kind of how it goes, is I work every day, probably eight, eight quarter to eight to six, and the way it's worked out is my wife has begun again, and so it's been great, working out from five to seven in the morning. So I've been just kind of hanging out, and then a lot of my time... When I come home is spent, you know, just trying to see my daughter and my wife and everything like that. So I'm very new to the whole family thing. So if I went and worked out for two hours, that was I like there were a couple of times I went and worked out for a couple hours and I didn't see my daughter. Yeah. So that was really hard for me. I don't want to say that's the only way. So what I did this week and I just did something is where I was at. And I think I went and ran the other day and I swam and and. I've done some sporadic workouts, but what I did was I actually went and just called my um, my friend and also boxing coach, Rick Welliver, and said, look, okay, I want a private lesson, and I want it at 12 o'clock. And so I went down and Holy spent an shit. hour in the boxing gym with my friend Rick, and that kicked my butt. And so now I'm, I'm back to swimming and running and all that stuff, and then boxing a couple times a week. And by the way, that— So that, this isn't just a one-time thing. Oh, no. Oh, no, it's more of a jumpstart thing. I think, you know, I blew it as far as a competitive season this year. I was probably overly optimistic with how I would react to the birth of my daughter. It's not her fault, and it's not my wife's fault. It's how I reacted. Blame others. It's I would love so to. much easier. I think I Don't could you know have fit in workouts, but I chose not to. You know how rich I would be if it weren't for my parents? Oh, well, my parents did or, not prepare me for the world. Or how sexy I would be if my son played soccer better. <laughs> well, I mean, how old's your son? He's 13. He's one year away from, you know, needing to go pro to be the best ever. Absolutely. Uh, and um, I keep pushing him. You know, I, I've, I've got him training. I'm, you know, I'm... I'm Freddie working the, I'm working the gym I'm working the gymnastics thing and I'm making him sleep in a crate in the basement just to you know kind of that human veal thing but I'm jumping up. to the later subjects but uh, toughen him up I I do have to so how boxing wow yeah. well it was like I kind of looked at things and went okay I'm still I think the the bulk of my workouts will be swim bike run period um okay and 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 that's just how it goes I I'm hoping to get back to master swims I have to kind of figure out. They're in the mornings right now from five, five or six to seven thirty, I think. 
which is fine because they're downtown right now. But I just got to get that worked out with my yeah. wife and her workout schedule, and I think that can actually happen. So a couple times a week with that, and then I'd like to go to three times a week this fall. And I, I really am looking forward to doing the Master Swim meet again, and that that is what I'm looking forward to. So I think that's where I'm going. I, I just kind of went, okay, let's just do something. And the boxing is a great CrossFit right now of going, okay – all is lost at this point, and um, <laughs> let's 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 reset the shot clock, and and do something that's really hard and fits. Yeah. You know, because believe it or not, it is low impact if you don't fight other people. Okay. You know, yeah. If, if you don't fight other people, it's very low impact and incredibly <laughs> becomes, difficult. When somebody hits you, it becomes higher impact. It is much higher impact. Oh, when, Jesus! When, yeah. Stop it! That's good. Time but, out. <laughs> yeah, I have actually gone into the ring with people, and that's the worst. Oh, God. Because <laughs> when, when they're better than you are, yeah. because you, it's just like you, you can't go, time out. Yeah. That hurts. Quit hitting me in the face like that. <laughs> they're just going, take it. Take it. Take well, it. I, I still remember. I still remember. Come on, Rock. Well, no, I was in with a guy who had great control. So it was like he, was, he wasn't trying to hurt me. Yeah. And so, but it was funny. I mean, because the coach is on the side going, Hey, Mark, don't drop your right hand because you get tired. Mm -hmm. You know, you get tired when you're in the ring. Don't drop your right hand. Whap! Right then I just get, of course, the the left comes across at that point. And he's like, that's why. Oh, shit. See, okay, wow. Well, but the right hand stays up now. The right yeah, hand, yeah, it's lesson learned. Self, <laughs> self correcting. Um, <laughs> the right hand's much better now. The left is is always up because that hurts worse. If you keep your, you got to keep your hands up. But it's fun. Jesus. But I mean, you you don't go in with people. That's the one thing. I I don't know. I mean, maybe that's a subject for another show or even tonight. But actually, going out and doing sports like boxing or something like that yeah. in a low impact environment. Like I have a friend who does literally the octagonal cage match matches and oh my god he won his last Who one the hell are you hanging out with uh we don't talk about fight club okay um first rule about fight. we don't talk about fight club. Yeah. um but uh no he he's my age he's actually a lawyer and he's i went to his his last fight and uh it's a, in this corner you know and, yeah. and all that stuff and he came out went up against a 24 year old guy and beat the living tar out of that kid really? tyler? oh poor kid tyler i don't know who's tyler tyler durden well yeah he's like tyler durden you are Tyler Durden. I am not Tyler Durden. You're fighting. I'm I don't You're fight. not sleeping I, much. I'm in very little danger of beating anyone up. Well, you should do the fight However, scene where you punch yourself. That was always my favorite one. Very similar to me. Yeah. I will drag myself into a corner. Yeah. Um but uh he uh but that's it's an interesting sport in the fact that I would I would love to hear from other athletes who've used it because I know a lot of triathletes will go into that specific gym and train like in the off season. I think that's because they've been seeing themselves in the mirror with the sleeveless jerseys. Well, that's true. And they're just punishing themselves. I, I, I would encourage you I, to I, ever I, come I bust, down with I'd me, I bust though. triathlon balls. I bust uh, triathlon balls because I hate the sleeveless jerseys. and I, But I understand the use for them because you need them in the run and stuff like that. And But I, I also think they look stupid. I, I hate sleeveless, like sleeveless, sleeveless jerseys. jerseys. I hate sleeveless jerseys. Oh, well. oh I can't stand them. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you know we ha- I, there's a discussion on Facebook about uh, – Sleeves on a rat T-shirt too. You, know, <laughs> you probably need to cut that's, those off. That's different. Yeah, yeah no, it's different. different. Jesus, come but, on. But uh, oh, come on, dude. But uh, no, it was. It's an interesting and the the amount of workout you get in a three minute round is remarkable. Really remarkable. Okay. I would. Uh, I'll stand by it. It's uh, good stuff. 
I have been actually getting my shit together. And nice. um, I've been trying to get about five to six workouts in a week. They are not oh. epic in length. All they riding? Are not, no, they are not all riding. Um, probably f- three or four of them are riding. Um, and, uh, yeah, pull away. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm working out in the gym again. I always talk about the benefits of the gym. I've, I've finally come to the realization that, um, I can actually lift a little bit more in my upper body. If any of you guys know me, I'm, I'm kind of a big guy in the first place. And I always was taught to stay away from upper body weights because I would bulk up. And that is something you don't want to carry up a climb in a, in a, in a bike race. Uh, then again, I haven't been st- you know, I haven't been doing a whole lot of bike racing. I've been doing bike riding and stuff like that. So I thought, oh, shit, I'll lift a little upper body, try to, you know, get that that core fitness and all that kind of stuff that's now so many of the buzzwords in, in working out. So I'm trying it. I'm actually doing pull-ups and chin-ups, I'm pre- uh, uh, dips and chin-ups and stuff like that. And, and my, my boobies hurt so bad. The same thing from boxing. Holy shit. I went to sleep last night with my hands above my head under the pillow, and I, the pain woke me up. Here, here's the kicker. It, my boobies are really hurting, man. This is the funny part. Like, <laughs> it's all, it's all, some of it's forearms, you know, from boxing. Oh, I'm not getting any forearms. But I'm getting some forearms. And so, like, yesterday I had to write a check for someone, and I looked like a stroke victim. <laughs> I swear to God, I could not. I was just, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> give me a second. It was right after. Like Nicolas Cage in the opening of uh, Leaving Las Vegas. It was totally, I could not write. I'm going, I don't know what to tell you other than. I'm, I'm so sorry. It I looks, promise it's good. It's, yeah, because I just spent like, you know, an hour punching things. And, and then I'm like, <laughs> that's a bad. Sorry, this check's going to look bad. I just spent an hour punching things. But I mean, you try it. Try By the th- way, it's a 15 minute commute from my house. Yeah. But try, but try, try punching things for an hour. I mean, oh it's actually God. really hard. And so I guess I get that you're, you know, you're oh, going to bed and you go, God. oh my gosh. These are things that are interesting, but maybe, you know, for, I guess, what we would consider ourselves older athletes, I like to think the 40s and even 15. Yeah. Um, I still have that maturity level, so I, why not? But, uh, you know, you still have that, that, that drive, and so you, you go into these workouts, but your body really did rebound better at 20. Oh, hell yes. Let's be honest. Oh, hell I yeah. Mean, you know, my body, I still feel pretty good in a lot of ways. I mean, I get up okay and, you know, everything's cool, yeah. but I, I really do remember being less sore sometimes. Oh, God, yeah. Well, yeah. I've also actually been running maybe once or oh, maybe twice a week. Ooh. Everybody, it's well known and documented on this show how much I enjoy running. Um, and it, it, it leaves me sore, running does. That's tough. Even a five-mile, four- or five-mile run. And uh, but we keep the first one from our topic. I I posted it on Facebook on my own personal page the other day. I was attacked by a dog on my run two days ago. Was it God saying you're a bad person? I think it might have been because it was the lady who lives two doors away from me. Um, Ironically enough, this dog's name is Lucky, and um, I was walking. What kind of dog? It's kind of a collie mix, and I'm I'm walking past her house. And she's out there, and the dog's out there on a leash, but the, she's not holding the leash. This dog comes sprinting at me full speed, head down, bearing teeth, and was not stopping. I knew this dog was going in for a big old pat sandwich. And um, my first reaction, because I looked up, I was turning on my iPod, I was setting my iPod, and my first reaction was just to put my foot out and just you know, kind of lightly kick the dog away from sure. its face. And this dog came back again. And she couldn't get the dog, and I'm looking at her going, what the hell? 
And I posted it up on Facebook the other day to my personal friends. I was like, um, this dog has a, a history in our neighborhood of barking. Just bah, 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 not came like after you, though. Yeah. And There's do, a difference. is this something I need to report? Do I screw over my neighbor or do I report it or do I just talk to her? Is she going to be the one? You know, I think there have been other calls and reports about this dog. And I thought to myself as I was running away and my heart was pounding through my chest, what if I was a woman walking with her five-year-old kid? Mm-hmm. I don't know what to say. So, you know, I, I, I first of all, I want to thank all of my friends who kind of chimed in on that. You know, I got everything from, you know, the redneck, you know, aim for the face to um, talk to the lady to um, report it to all those kinds of things. And I have to admit, I haven't made a decision yet. You know, I had that same issue, not not being attacked by a dog, but there's a, a mean, surly dog that was brought over to our house by a family member. <laughs> and uh, somebody, can I bring the dog? And I said, what? And and she said, well, it'll probably be okay. And, and wow. my wife did. And I said, okay, we're both we're both agreed that this is probably a bad idea. And she goes, yeah, because I have a baby. Yeah. And uh, I said, okay. I, well, I this guess, is after Presley was born? Yeah. And oh. I said, I said, just so long as we're clear, if that dog may, and, and I just stayed by the baby. I mean, yeah. I, I posted up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, I said, just so we're clear, there is a good chance that dog will be killed or injured if it goes after our child. Yeah. I mean, and I know maybe that's very, and I, I, I probably wouldn't kill a dog. But what I'm saying is, is it's that serious to me that, and, and, and you'll notice that I've qualified that with probably, um, that if it comes down to it and yeah. you, you're placing my child in danger, all bets are off at that point. You know, any, any source of decorum or politeness is out the window. Well, I just didn't want to be bit myself, and I'm going, you know, and I also don't want to be the guy that a couple weeks down the road finds out that a child or a, somebody else was bit by that dog, and I'm the asshole who didn't call it in. Well, it's funny, too, because I ended up in a big Facebook argument over wolves one day. Um, oh, Jesus. You know, somebody was shooting a, a wolf, and they were showing it, and I, I said that I, I probably don't necessarily agree with Ken I usually defriend somebody who shows me their fresh kills. I yeah, don't know why. I I, just, I, I'm just I, like, I, you and I have nothing in common. I'm not going to look at your damn I animals. said not my thing. I, I, I just said, you know, I just have a hard time killing top-of-the-line predators that aren't hurting anybody, yeah. you know, other than, you know, the occasional cattle farmer who isn't selling his beef for as much as he wants. But, um, <laughs> but uh, claims a wolf kill. But, yeah. uh you know, a veterinarian actually responded to it, and she and I are friends, and she said, yeah, but what about – everybody's talking about wolves, and there are more wolves than there used to be and, and all those things. But the number of dogs that kill people, I mean, far yeah. exceed any wolf kills. I looked it up, and my understanding, and if anybody has a different stat, go ahead and send it in, but there were two wolf kills in the last 100 years Jesus. of people. And they're guessing that those are wolf kills. Yeah. So in the last hundred years, but every year there's people that are killed by dogs. So and it's interesting too because as a rider or a cyclist, as a cyclist or a runner, dogs, we've all had them constantly. It's a constant battle. Well, you know to watch fence lines. You know, I yeah. mean, that's what I do is I look at fence lines. Is the dog going to run out of fence and hit the fence like they do sometimes? Which is really funny. Or do they, or do they do they run into gate and can they come into the road? I mean, yeah. any experienced cyclist knows that that they're irresponsible dog owners. It's an interesting topic for the show tonight too because I think from any sports standpoint, whether you're riding or otherwise, 
Dogs are certainly a concern, and whose responsibility is it? Eventually, it's the owners. And Abs- it's, if you're it, a dog, not eventually, a hundred percent, it is. You know, if you have a puppy, I think, and and it chases after you, that's fine. You know, I mean, then okay, you need to take steps. If the dog is becoming aggressive to human beings, that is the owner's fault. And in my opinion, I think the owner is is you're not doing anybody any favors. By not taking it up with the owner and saying, listen, if I hear anything about this dog or anything that's going to happen, I'm turning you in. Yeah. You need to change your behavior. And being very stern, I think, with the owner of going, that's not that's not okay because the dog will be more vicious to a child. Oh, yeah, Statistically, absolutely. it's true. So I don't know. I mean, I've, I've actually – the funny part was when I was in law, law school, I had a lot to do with animal law. Really? And I'm, I'm actually, yeah, I've been an advocate for vicious dogs. I've actually been in papers for this yeah. um, because I'm trying to save vicious dogs because it's not always the dog's fault. I'm, I'm okay with that. But by the same token, if you have an animal that is going after people under any circumstances, it is your responsibility to change that behavior or put the dog down. End of story. Yeah. How many cyclists out there have um, either, I mean, I've been on rides where somebody had to actually get to the point where they took their pump off their frame and swung it at the dog to get it away from them. I mean, my my trick has always been take a little take your water bottle out and squirt it in their face. Yeah, because that scares that. the hell out of them. It scares the hell out of them. They don't expect something like that. Um, you know, that's all fine and dandy. This was, you know, I was eight feet away from this dog and it came full speed at me, and I was like, Jesus Christ! I would you know? say never pull your foot out of the pedal to kick at the dog. No, that puts you off balance. Well, that and you can't go forward. Yeah, that's true. You're usually a good sprint. We'll outrun a dog. You can outrun the dog. You're fine. Very. I don't. I don't know unless, unless you're going it's a up greyhound. A hill. Unless you're going up a hill. Yeah. Or if it's a greyhound. Well, what do they do? Fifty. I mean, I don't know how fast a they're greyhound pretty goes. Fast. But they are pretty fast. I bet a greyhound could keep up with you know Cavendish in a sprint. But you're looking at 400 yards. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I mean, just keep going. If if he's not knocking you over, keep I think going. They, I think we have a challenge. We need to have a cyclist versus a greyhound. I would videotape that and put it on the website. That'd be brilliant. Absolutely. Um, So that was interesting. And, you know, that scared the crap out of me. And it's had me thinking a lot this week in terms of that. And I thought about all the, you know, because usually I'm on my bike and I'm a a lot more confident on my bike with animals, with dogs. Funny, isn't that? Yeah. Hell, I've seen mountain lions on my bike ride. Yeah. And fortunately, mountain lion, I remember I was 20 feet away from one who was looking at me in the middle of the trail. And fortunately, he couldn't really figure, I mean, I'm. Assuming he was thinking this, he didn't look at me and say, "Good Lord, I can't figure out what you're doing here." Um, but he, uh, I think the bike and the human part, he couldn't justify figure out what the two were. He just looked big, and yeah, and so he he took off. Um, I, you know, I've seen animals like that, and I'm always more confident. You know, if I'm on my bike and a dog comes at me, I know I can get away from it. Um, this this I was frozen. I looked at this dog and I went, "Holy shit, I'm breakfast." Yeah, and. Um, so anyway, you know, I, I did. Did you make contact with the dog's face? Yes. You know, that's that, that dog meant to bite you then. Absolutely. The dog had no intention of not biting you. Yeah. And then it turned around and came back for more. What was it, like a Sheltie or a it Collie? Was, it was a Collie mix, kind of white hair, white and gray with white eyes, very freaky white eyes. What did the owner even say? Um, I had my headphones on. I had just hit play on the music, so uh, all I could make out was no, no. It was something she said. I can't. She looked at me in the eye and said, "I can't," or something. She, she, the, I, the rest of her sentence trailed off. 
And I was, I was, I don't care what you can or can't do. You can't have this dog in the front yard is, is what's going on. Yeah. And, I mean, it was on the leash, but obviously she wasn't holding on to it. Well, yeah, it doesn't do any good. Yeah. That's annoying. So, you know, give me your thoughts on that, you know, to yeah. our listeners. By the way, um, I, I keep forgetting this thanks Stitcher because our numbers on Stitcher are awesome. So, but oh. there I said it. Yay, Stitcher. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and then on top of things, you know, we've got uh, a little bit more uh, enjoyable thing because our trainings have both been, we are always all over the spectrum on our training. Uh, we got the club reunion ride, more or less, coming up in a week. How fun is that? Oh, my God. We've got four, four old, five old farts. On bikes, but how fun is that? At least half of them are in good shape. Yeah, two of them. I bet. Yeah. So uh, Clay listens to the podcast. So Clay Geitman, uh, yeah. old old teammate of ours, is coming into town, and he started banging the drum. And it, I, it cracks me up that you know on Facebook, uh, just simple request of you guys want to go for a ride can take four days and like thirty posts to actually decide upon a time. How fun was that? So yeah, so it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to that. You know, um, I don't know. Thank God, Roger. Oh. I said it. Drink, everybody. Oh. Um, thank God he is uh, preparing for a race because it'll be easy. Yeah, it looks like are we meeting at my office and we're just going to go yeah. out the, the trail? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Exactly. So that, cool. should, that should be fun. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, well, on a, on a note, though, that's what you ride for, too, is rides like that, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, I mean, that's – for anybody who's getting into it, the whole point – of riding a bike or doing a sport should be for camaraderie, like what we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, I'll look forward to that all week. I don't know if I'm ever I – mean, yeah, I'm going to race. But, um, you know, usually I, my racing career, my racing days are kind of being – you know, I'm, I'm going to pick a few a year. I'm not going to go as crazy as I ever used to. I just like going out and riding with friends, you know. And I don't. I know that sounds for some of our younger listeners who are, you know, elbow deep into racing. Um, it sounds lame, but I really enjoy some of that stuff. Well, just, just going out in the social aspect of it. Yeah. Tell me, even if you're a racer, that you don't enjoy those days. Yeah. You know, you don't. Uh, there's no way. So. Unless you're so hell-bent focused on yeah. winning the next Tuesday night race. Well, then I, I, would, I would actually say if you're hell-bent and focused on winning Olympic gold and your last name is Wiggins, you should yeah. still have rides where you go out with friends and enjoy the sport and enjoy what you're doing with other people, no matter what sport you're in. God, I wish we had the soundtrack for uh, the the you know the public service now. Da, 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 da. The more because you know. When you finish that, that was perfect. I was just like, enjoy it for your friendships, not for the you anger. Wanna, okay, this da, is a completely. Da, da, da. You want to hear the best one today? <laughs> this is funny. I do though. I I do think that you should be riding. With I other do people. too. But uh, but here's here's a funny one. This has nothing to do with cycling today. There was another lawyer. <laughs> And, uh, Here we got non-podcast-related topics, but but you'll like this. This is funny, and I, I anybody who's listening to the podcast, um, we know we leaned a, a little to the left, but um, <laughs> so uh, this this lawyer was there, and and one of the people who has run for Democratic office was in the courthouse, and we were talking to him, my paralegal and I, and he's just a good guy, and said, "Hey, how you doing?" This other lawyer comes by, and we're all friendly. And he says, oh, hey, don't talk to him. But this other lawyer is a little odd. And so he says, hey, don't talk to him. He's a, he's a, he's a Democrat. And I said, oh, well, I'm a Democrat. And we're all standing by the elevator. I said, well, I'm a Democrat, so I guess I, I should probably just only talk to him. And, <laughs> and so then 
Casey, my paralegal, chimes in and says, yeah, I'm a Democrat, too. And so we all start talking. We walk into the elevator. I said, do you want to get into the Democratic elevator? <laughs> and um, he says, no. And he comes up with this Mitt Romney thing about how he's got all these accountants, but yet nobody can prove that he st- stole taxes. And so oh, I, I, I pressed, and the, the doors were almost opening. I pressed the open door button, and I said, hey, just so you know, um, the best thing to happen to the Democratic Party has been Mitt Romney traveling. Keep him on the road, would you? And the door shut right oh. before he could even come. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> Bing. I, you know, I don't go very too far on political realm, but um, I, I will say that I'm, I'm very impressed with uh, Mr. Romney's uh, European trip. That's, I mean, he makes Chevy Chase look very sophisticated. Yeah, exactly. I can't get left. I can't get left. Kiss, Literally, he can't get left. Kiss my ass. Yeah. Kiss my, thank, keep going. Good job, guys. Yeah. Well, speaking of, uh, uh, here we are involved heavily in, in European well. European uh, jaunts. Um, Olympics. We're finally getting to the topic of this show. Thirty eight minutes in. Um, Olympics are here. I'm. I. I don't know about you. I am glad they're here. I am an Olympic junkie, but I, I have. Well. I have some problems um, with with the Olympics, and and we'll get into those as we get going here. Um, we are a cycling-based and triathlon-based show. We talk about those sports, so obviously we can't go much further without talking about the events that have happened up until the recording of this show. Um, road race, Alexander Vinokurov. God damn it. I didn't want him to win. I you know, really didn't. You, know, you see you see other people win the Olympics, and you're like, all right, that's cool. Yeah. I've never really been a Vinokurov fan. However... That I used to said. be. I used to be a Vinokurov fan, but I am betrayed. That man is a vampire. He has had so many other people's blood in his body. It's not even funny. I don't disagree, but I've always allegedly. I yeah, well, <laughs> you know, with with a sport like what we have and the the allegations that that get lo- let loose, fine. Yeah. But Vinokurov, to his credit, has always raced very aggressively, and that's something. So you got to give credit to that. I've right. always thought was great about Vinokurov, and I could tell from the Tour de France once he was out of it, he was out of that race. He was racing against the time cut and not not the winners. But he was also doing a lot of aggressive racing. You could tell mm-hmm. he was probably getting ready for the Olympics and things like that. He you turned know, it using into a training it, race. yeah, yeah, using you know? it for that. And so you know what? Good call. I mean, his it's his last Olympics. Still didn't want him to win. I, I I don't, and I don't think I think he was kind of a negative influence on the sport. Yeah, I think he always had kind of a I don't I don't see him as uplifting. I don't think he gave a lot back, but I do think he gave some to the sport in giving of himself of always racing aggressively, always racing to win, and and you know you even see the last tour. I'm gonna throw it throw it out to him. If once he knew he was out of the the overall GC, he raced to win the Olympics, and he kept out of the time cut, and he did did what he yeah. had to do. So, you know what. I'll give it to him. I mean, uh, but by the same token, no, not my favorite rider. Would not be the one that I wanted to win. But it's a road race on a flat course. What are you going to do? You know, and we have friends and listeners over in the UK, and I'm going to say this and probably make some enemies. I was more okay with Vino than I would have been if Cavendish won. Oh, absolutely. Sorry to our friends in the UK. I just I think the hype machine was in such high gear and Cavendish was flying. I there's no way that I think if it wouldn't have come if it was going to come down to a sprint, I think Cavendish was going to freaking dominate. However, the team busted their nut trying, you know, with the entire race pulling the entire time. Um I was really rooting for Philippe Gilbert or uh, somebody like Cancellara. Yeah. Um but uh I really didn't want Cavendish to win gold. 
would have been cool with a bronze. Like two guys get away. Cavendish wins the sprint for bronze. I just I wasn't. I was tired of it. I just got problem, burnt out. The problem with giving Cavendish the gold would have been that Cavendish could not contribute to the chase. You know, Cavendish. No. Cavendish. Can His team sprint. did. That's His what I'm saying. Did. Is yeah. Cavendish himself. You you almost end up with a dead spot in your lineup if you're behind. Yeah, you know but you will. I mean, you you well. Tyler Farah didn't hit the front of the race very often this week that day either. You know, and so. that's their fault, and that's yeah. why they don't have medals. God, they should have. Well, I mean, you race from the front. Yeah, you you don't. Oh no, I mean, I'm going to say the American team had a good aggressive race. Well, I mean, but Taylor yeah. got fourth. Yeah, uh, which is awesome. Um, that's a great result. Yeah, especially for a young kid like him. Um, what's his name? Um, our local boy TJ, even though he's not local, was aggressive in the race quite oh, yeah. a bit. He's from Spokane, um, average. Yeah, and um, who's sorry, TJ. Matt uh, Duggan Dugan was also aggressive in some of the moves, and so that was cool. I I just don't think it was going to happen. But. but I guess that's my point: is you look at you look at the the results, and they do not reflect Mark Cavendish racing at the front and being aggressive. Yeah, and yeah. and that's why I I think a fourth place. <laughs> Is honorable, is is yeah. dead on. That's why you race. That's where it is. And and okay, it's not a medal, but you know, if we're going to measure everything on success or failure, you know, it's not always when you get a medal. It's when you race into your best. And to sit there and ride the laurels of others, Cavendish, you <laughs> um, suddenly all our UK fans just went. Click. <laughs> Let's you know, see what's on uh, Martha Stewart's cooking show right now. <laughs> oh, is Master Chef? Can I yeah, watch a exactly. rerun? <laughs> um, but. Uh, I, I do think that Cavendish himself, he's never been my favorite rider. I mean, I... I You're not like, a sprinter guy anyway. But you look at Tor. I mean, you look at Tor, someone who delivered... Tor's not really a sprinter anymore, though. No, but I mean, you look at a big, powerful guy known to sprint, though. I mean, really, yeah. you're going to count him out in a yeah. sprint? No, not 100%. That's I mean, sure. you know, against anyone, really. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe not in Cavendish. Cavendish is he's the best. Probably he's still the best the in the best. world right now. Yeah, he's the best in the world right now. Probably still the best. And and to give him credit where credit is due, he is probably still the best, and deserves to be the best. I think he works hard at a very specialized practice. And and really, let's give him credit to the nerves of steel or the balls of steel that that man must have to get himself in a position going that fast oh, and that God, hard yeah. All those guys. at the end yeah. of the race with 130 guys going at you know 40 miles an hour and, and threading the needle every time. The athletic ability of Mark Cavendish, as much as I poo-poo him sometimes as a rider, it's probably more ribbing than not because I really do have to give him a lot of credit of just having those balls of steel to get into that yeah. position. And he and is freaking fast. And the athletic ability to deliver the nail in the coffin every single time with the yeah. right train. Yeah. I mean, you give him the right lead out, there is nobody that can beat him. Period. I'm going to yeah, I'll say Period. that. I'll say that. You know, and he has to he's been having to fend for himself and so that's been interesting. Well, so. it's a different gig. I mean, you, yeah. you 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 had you had the gravy train last year. Oh, shit. You know, here yeah, it comes. Yeah. And now Columbia. You, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you don't have that. Columbia HTC, whatever the hell they ended up as before they closed shop. But anyway. Yeah, and if we're going to judge him on his Tour de France performance, he even said oh, it. Oh, God, everybody he's said won a it. boatload of stages. Yeah, and, and everybody said that Mark Cavendish literally um, was working towards Bradley Wiggins and, and an overall G, GC win. And so you can't just sit there and go, okay, Mark Cavendish didn't win enough stages or wasn't as spectacular as he could be. 
I mean, I, you know, as much as sometimes I, I mean, when I watch him drop off the back on a on a mountain stage and and you know get drug up the stage to beat yeah. the time cut, as as much as I poo poo that, I mean, he has a job to do and he does it better than anyone else. So I will give him credit for that. He's the real deal. Um, Mark, if you want to come on the show and <laughs> take me to task, that's awesome. I think you could probably do it and be justified, but uh, oh, nonetheless, yeah. I, I do think, you know, I'd like to see more out of you. I think there's more in your body than, than well, just a Well, I, I think that's what happens with most of these guys, these, you know, career guys. Unless you're like a Cipollini or something like that, you got these guys who start as sprinters, continue their careers for a while, and then make that change into the classics rider like Bonin, like um, Tor Hushoff, like, um, yeah. you know, some of those guys who all did that. And so, I mean, you know, I don't think we're going to, I don't think we've seen the end of him by any stretch of the imagination in terms of what he's capable of doing. If, who wouldn't rest upon what he's doing though, because he does it incredibly well. He's getting more wins out of out of his career than anybody could ever hope for in their own careers. But the point is, Olympic road race, uh, Vina Kurov. I was happy to see win. No, I, I was not happy to see win, but I could I could deal with it. I I think it's going to be weird that now we're probably not going to have anybody wearing the Olympic champions jersey for the next four years because Vino. I I think he's done. I think his career's over. So shit. What do you do there? Uh, time trial. Uh, actually, no. Before I go to the time trial, I want to say I was bummed to see Cancellara crash coming into that final stretch into the yeah. home. God, he went down hard, and I know that totally boned his chances for the TT, which is what we're going to talk about now. Because I saw Cancellara finish the TT, and he looked like a broken man, literally broken. He was. I think he broke a collarbone, and he was racing with a fractured collarbone. It happened. Something like that. But it was sad. Um, TT was pretty impressive. Yep. Um, I have gained more and more respect for Bradley Wiggins as I've watched him off the bike and and doing some of his things and how he's more – he puts more importance to the fans and and all that kind of stuff uh, for after after the events. Uh, To see him turning on the podium in the Tour de France and be more impressed to to gesture to the fans – Rather than to the media and to the president of France um, than anybody else, I think that's. I, 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 but I respect that, and and to see his time trial performance was just. I mean, he was crushing. I mean, I'm glad I didn't gentlemen's agree you on his distance to Froome because it was a lot more than a minute and a fifteen. He, he crushed it, and that man. And then he and then he went back and did a little kind of a victory loop, you know, back along the roadway. And I think God, that's that's cool. That's a champion. That's awesome. So. Well, and that, that's what I like about him. And, you know, and I'd also like to say Shift Pale Lager brought to you by Bradley Wiggins. <laughs> New sponsor to the show. Exactly. Thank you. Love to have you on, Bradley. Exactly. Um, but uh, So, you know, and I, I thought it was I, it was good, you know, and the TT was good. Um, the, the track events are happening here now. Chris Hoy, um, just, they just won the um, team sprint, which is actually a brilliant track-based event well, you understand that american women won gold oh god Kristen the- armstrong Kristen Jesus. armstrong shit what are you doing i'm sorry i keep jumping around um i've got all this stuff in before front of you're me. out of the time trial Kristen armstrong time trial gold brilliant ride because she is just talk about a career dominating yeah dominating and that's the funny part i mean she literally has dominated the field of women cycling especially around the olympics 
Yeah. Three times? I don't know what. I don't at know least twice. Done it, but at yeah. least twice. Regardless, it is way cool. And yeah, I, I should shut up. I mean, I, I should be shot. I should pay, buy another week's worth of beverages for that, for, for getting here. But I'm not going to because I can't afford it. I mean, I ain't saying, but I'm no, just you're saying. saying. I'm not saying. Um, so that was off. Oh, and you got to admit, poor Taylor Finney, fourth place in the time trial. Fourth place in the road race. Fourth Always place in the time bridesmaid. trial. Yeah. But. Um, God, we're going to see some cool stuff out of that kid. Yeah, the, you, you got to admit, I mean, when you see a fourth-place Olympic time trial, I mean, people He's want 22, those medals. He's 22, 23? Yeah, that's just it. People want those medals. Yeah. That's not a uh, that's not a fluke result. And uh, I think you could really have Taylor Finney doing quite well yeah. in the future. I think we're going to uh, see Hopefully, you'll see a work ethic out of Taylor Finney. That's, yeah. that's what I'm hoping. Yeah, I, I, so I think it's going to be it's going to be cool. Um, track events are going on right now. I, the track schedule is all over the place. They're doing all kinds of different stuff this year. They keep adding and subtracting. And we've also got, of course, the mountain bike events, which I will watch. I like the mountain bike events. Oh yeah. I, I'm a, let's play a game. Okay. Okay. This is my little Olympic game. I, my family is, I think mildly sick to their stomach with the either screaming at the TV or complaining about the fact that I don't know if all the events in the Olympic Games can be classified as sports. Okay, let's hear the game. Okay, no, I'm going to tell you. I think involved in these Olympic Games, and I think you can label just about any athletic activity, quote-unquote, as either a sport, a competition, or a game. Okay? Sport, competition, game. Rock, paper, scissors? Yes. Okay. Um, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go through the list of Olympic events, and you are going to help me decide whether it justifies as a sport, a competition, or a game. Okay. All right? Keep in mind, golf is not on the list, nor is car racing or baseball. I think golf is a game. I think it's a gigantic video game. I think baseball is a game because I don't think baseball – no, I, 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 I'm going to stand hard on baseball because I don't think ba- – Baseball, I, I watch the athletes involved. I think they're impressive at what they do, but I don't think it classified as an as a sport. What is the definition of competition? Competition. Um, well, we'll get to that in a little bit. I think a sport, I think to be a sport, you got to get your heart rate over about 140 beats on a regular basis. Would you call professional football a sport? Yes. Then I think you got to call baseball sport. I'm too. not going to call baseball. Sport. Okay, that's fine. But you don't have to. All, All right, right, that's fine. That's okay, fine. sport competition game. Okay. Ready? We're starting right. at the top. We're going alphabetically here. Okay. I think sounds like the dog gets to go for a walk. Yes. Archery, sport, competition, or game? Likely game. Game. I agree. Likely game. Game. Athletics or track and field. Now we'll just go between the running and uh, some of the other ones. You, you just got to give me the sport because, or, or the or the, the running the events, sport, uh, shot put, sport, really strength. I mean, you, I mean, you, you look at the effort that is given to throwing a twenty-pound ball as far as you can. Sport. I walk down. around with two of those bad boys every day of my life. I understand that, but I mean, just simply because you have <laughs> elephantitis of the nuts <laughs> does not make you an athlete. <laughs> All right. Never mind. Okay. Uh, badminton. 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 Um, I'd say game. 
but game. But it could be a sport because I mean, when it, I'm going game. Well, I say game when it's played in the backyard. But when I see it in the Olympics, that is amazing. Well, except for the other two teams we were who played talk last about night that on the rant. So uh, oh, okay, okay, I'll, I'll, okay, I'll skip that. So okay, I would say it could be a sport. I'm I, I, it, that's how I'm going to classify it. I understand the shuttlecock is by Western standards fun likely a game. Yeah, I think it's a game. But you Any, try you try playing with those women. Oh no, I'm in, I'm not saying I'm not bashing what they do. I just don't know if I justify justify it as a sport. It moves too fast. It looks pretty hard. I'm going to call it a sport. All right, basketball. Sport. Yeah, I'm going to say sport too. I'm going to say sport. sport too. Boxing. Sport. Canoeing or kayaking. Sport. You know how hard that is. Okay. Okay. Uh. Cycling, sport, track, road, like, like mountain, or BMX. All three sports. Okay. All sports. I'm giving you sport. Equestrian. Wait, BMX. No, BMX, I think BMX. BMX, BMX if is a sprint. Judgment involved. If it's a sprint based on time, sport. I'm not talking half aerials. I'm not talking half pipe game. Okay. Um, um, I I think when you get into aerials and half pipe, you're talking about a competition. Anything that's judged. Yeah. And oh, I wait till we get lower on the list. Yeah. Equestrian horse. Competition. I don't even think equestrian should be in the Olympics. I think the horses are doing the work. Well, no, that's it's like auto racing. Certainly, something special and and very highly skilled. Um, I, yeah, I mean, eh, Buffy, come over here and give me a polo pony. Exactly. I, I, I freaking hate. Yeah, horses. I don't. I don't understand horses. So all I the horse either. people can go ahead and tune out from our podcast. Yes, yeah, go away. Yeah. So equestrian, we're going to go with uh, game. Probably game, yeah. Yeah, at the most. That's me. Yeah, okay. Uh, and really, horse people, we'd like you to listen. I'm sorry, but no, I, I just don't get it, so yeah. I'm very hostile. Well, then send us an email. Uh, fencing. Sport. I Sport, it's so fast and so athletic. You cannot be a good fencer without incredible athletic ability. I'm sorry. I know you want to say game. Um, I don't know if I, I don't know what I want to say. I'm finding I'm a flaw say in my sport. own category. Uh, absolutely, sport. The speed at which they react and have to train. I'm going to say sport, mm-hmm. hands down. Okay, I'll give you that. Uh, fence, uh, not fencing. Um, uh, soccer, football. Oh, sport. I agree with you. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's based sport. on time. It's, it's you score it, and people run their asses off. Your life hinders on your next response. Okay, hinges. I think it would hinge. It wouldn't hinder. I mean, if my Did life I say is hinder? going to be hindered. hindered? Yeah, if my life Did I say hinder? You said hinder. Yeah. Hinder? Your life hinges. Okay. Smart ass. I'm too excited for your response. Gymnastics. Competition. Thank you. I thank can't you. do that. Thank when you. you have multi- thank you. Yeah. Thank you. For all of you out there, you can write bad emails to me all day long. I am impressed with what these young men and women do in gymnastics, but I am so freaking sick of it because any activity where you have glitter on your face, it ceases to be a sport. And I'm talking ice skating in the winter. But I there I said I it. understand that, but let me let me qualify my answer too. Um, those people are athletes. There, Though it is a but competition. But so are dancers. So I, are dancers. I don't disagree, but what I'm saying is is those people are athletes of the highest order, and they're all going to go work at Cirque du Soleil and make millions, and so we're all screwed because they we're are, cyclists. They, especially the um, girl gymnastics. That, they freak me out, man. They are the human equivalent of caged veal. They look like they have not had the opportunity to develop because they've just been working out every day for the last since birth. Since they've come out of the womb, it's like, okay, get on the balance beam. 
Well, I mean, but that's what it takes, and they've they've got it down. I mean, that is the dedication, and they've sacrificed so much. So, the gymnastics, though, I will call it a competition because it is of, a competition. and the reason I call it that is because of the judges and not because of the athletes. Um, I think dancers are fit. Why isn't dancing in the Olympics? Have too? you seen the freaking gymnastics and what they go through? I mean, that's just like I'm, yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm, uh, well, what you, I'm saying you is, don't I see think dancers, dancers. You don't see dancers go through maybe the ballet. Ballet the dancers. Once again, they get millions somewhere else. Okay. Um, you know, I, I also I, think, I, I've got to I've got to call them athletes of the of the first order in the Olympics, hands down. I'm, even I'm not rhythmic, disagreeing that. I just don't rhythmic, think they what they do is a sport. I don't think it is either because you have multi-ethnic judges and the scores ba- the scores are different per country. Yeah. You can't call that a sport because it's not uniform. That is why I call it a competition. However, the athletes are athletes of the first order. Couldn't agree with you more. Couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. I think trampoline and rhythmic gymnastics need to be thrown out on their ass, but that's just my opinion. Trampoline's a bit odd. Trampoline's yeah. cool. Rhythm- rhythmic is cool too, but it is a ballet dance. It's That's it. Rhythmic's cool. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I just don't know anything about it. So it's kind of like synchronized swimming, you know, but keep going. Yeah. No. But synchronized <laughs> swimming. Well, you look I, at synchronized we're not there swimming, yet. and they're, they're badass too, though. No, they're not. You try doing what they do. Oh I my can't God. do what they do. Um, handball. Handball Game? is not court handball. Handball is like a, uh, it's like a cross it. between rugby and soccer. Really? I don't yeah. know what it is. All I remember is the handball. And if you're a handball player out there, please just yourself. Then I guess sport. I, if it's like soccer, they then They scared sport. the hell out of me at the Olympic Training Center. They were, they were very large women who lived in the same room as all us geek, skinny cyclists. Same dorm. Yeah. And they, they, they took our furniture from the TV room. And you didn't say shit. Oh, God, no. They would have killed us. Then, then, then sport. <laughs> okay, there we go. Um, uh, field hockey. Sport. Sport. Ju- sport. Judo. Sport. Rowing. Sport. I agree. Swimming. Sport. Yep. Diving. Competition. Competition. Very, competition. For the same reason that I say gymnastics is a competition. It is a competition. Um, I would say that diving – I mean, here's the thing about diving, though. If you think divers aren't tough, imagine all the times on the triple backflip that they don't get it right from 10 meters. Ow. <laughs> you're talking like a belly flop or something like that. What do you think happens? <laughs> and so you're telling me that these people aren't tough and they aren't athletes? I'm not, they're, they're every bit the athlete. I just think I don't like diving. I don't like diving. Because especially the fact that they'll go into the water, they come out of the water, and they got to go straight into their little hot tub with their little tiny towels. It's like, what have you just gone through? Okay, I'll give you credit for doing what you did. That was beautiful. That was impressive. But it, you're, it's not a swimming sport. You enter the water and you get out as quickly as you can. Can, and then you got to get in a little warm hot tub. I mean, I, what the hell did you just go through? Well, really? Did you think it through though? What you just said, because Pat, you ignorant slut. I'm not. Well, think about it though. Like, and and I think I'm smart. You are. People very, like me. You're very smart. Um, but uh, the thing about it is, is if you look at the diving, it comes down to let's say you're in three events in the Olympics, and you really have the chance to medal at one. Correct. Okay. If I'm understanding the competition correctly, and I call it that, it is. A um, let's call it a competition. You have six rounds, no final round. You have six rounds, combined score wins. That's how that works. Okay. What's the point? 
Well, the thing is, it comes down to not every round is as difficult as the last. So it literally comes down to one three-second moment. And it's not a moment because a moment's usually a minute. I got that. But three seconds out of your life, you have to go, turn around, do your quadruple backflip with a twist, and that's it. That's all you get. That's great. But then get into the hot tub and get loose. That's oh, what I'm saying. Come on. Get your stuff straight. If you got to take a shower, go take a shower. You need a hot tub, go. But don't sit in a cold pool letting your muscles. Every little piece counts. That's why they do it. it. Oh, no. You're wrong. No, I'm not. It still looks competition, but it's I don't no, disagree I'm not wrong. because you have multinational judges once again. Yeah. They all score differently, but I will say they are not wimps. Synchronized swimming competition and uh, synchronized diving too which is a competition uh, uh but, wa- but the, once again and i want to go back to synchronized swimming uh, god athletes <laughs> all of them badasses yeah for what they do i just don't know if i agree with what they do um, um you wa- go to the you go to the, you go to the olympics and synchronized swimming you could probably have done any sport you wanted they're they're that good these are dancers of the first order dancers dancers athletics possibly even gymnasts water polo Sport, I agree. That if is, they could touch, it and, would. And if actually, they could touch, it would be a game. They can touch. No, they can't. They can touch. No, they can't. Yes, I would like you to pull up MSN.com right now. There's a wardrobe malfunction because they are allowed to bite and kick and scratch and pull each other's suits off. And there is a Spanish woman who lost her suit the other day, and they aired it on NBC. But so how does that mean she can touch? <laughs> oh, you mean touch the bottom? Yeah. No, they no, they can touch each other. They no, dunk okay. each other. Oh yes, no, okay. You That's were, what you I was saying. Sh- no, they can't. I don't think they can't touch the bottom. No, they're, they're treading water. If they could touch the bottom, it would be like playing Marco Polo. They're literally doing battle on an epic scale. Oh, I every agree. Turn down, kicking the shit out of each other. Yeah, I mean, like your suit probably has to be it is, made of Teflon. It is Atlantis rugby. Yeah, it's brutal. Um, hands down, sport. And okay. I wish I was as cool as you. Um, pentathlon. I'm not going to include. Uh, Pentathlon isn't that like ten events that yeah. you do on the track in sport? Softball, game, game, taekwondo, taekwondo, sport. I Kick. guess one guy kicks another guy's ass. Yeah, yeah. It goes back to the old days of the only the only issue with taekwondo is I believe the, that particular martial art was made to knock people off of horseback. Really? That was what it was. Yeah, that's why you see all the high kicks. So it's, oh, okay. It's um yeah it's it's pretty spectacular. Um, form of fighting. So, yeah, I'll say sport. Tennis. Sport because you keep score. Table tennis. Game. Ping bang. Very similar to badminton, but on a smaller scale. So I'm going to say game. Game. Okay. I mean, game. I mean, really, if you have Monopoly and you punch each other every I agree. round, I, I agree. Mean, you can't call it a sport. No, I'm with you on that. But Sh- by the same token, wow, I can't do it. <laughs> oh hell no! They're badass. Yeah, I can do it. I can do it with a couple okay. beers and a, you know. Hey, I can play beer pong. Yeah. Shooting. Game. Game. Game, but but impressive. It is impressive. Yeah, I mean, especially for the, the people who is, probably have their beads on us right now. A fairly deferential. Beads on us. I don't know what the fuck. Treatment to many of these events, just because. People have worked their lives to get yeah. there, and I will not shred really any of them. I just I, – I do. I think they're games, and, and maybe that's what it is. But, I mean, if these people want to come on the show and tell me I'm wrong too, I would love to hear from them. Oh, I mean, we're just too – If you're an archer um, and you, you think it's a sport, 
Tell me why, and I might agree with you. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm ignorant, and there's a good chance. Oh, I get into this all the time with yeah. people, and that's what makes it fun, and that's what we're supposed to do. Sure. We're supposed to piss you off, by the way. Mm. Um, triathlon. Sport. It's a fucking game. Fuck you. <laughs> it's based on time. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. If they had sleeves, it'd be a sport. Yeah, that's true. Sport. Um, sport. Uh, volleyball. Sport. Especially the way they dress. Now, um, that's regular. We're talking indoor volleyball. Still a sport. Sport. Beach volleyball. Still a sport. I, I, you know what? I am way impressed with beach volleyball. I think it's, it's more badass. You know, what I like the, uh, you know what I love about London, and I think it's bringing a little bit more justification for it, is they're playing at night, and it's colder than shit, and a lot, of, especially the women, are wearing full clothing, and I, I wish they could do that on a little bit more, you know, not that. I don't you wish that. Not that I don't like it, but I also think the bathing suits bring a, take a little bit of legitimacy out of it. Or they I think did. you get to that point where you've got that negligent, neg- you know, a lingerie football league or something like that. You know, and I I wish the sport because I watch like Misty May Trainer and um, what's her teammate's name, um, Carrie Walsh. Carrie Walsh, um, a freaking I'm I'm rooting for him, and that Dollhauser guy is a mutant. Oh, he's cool. Yeah, I, and and so is the professor. What's his name? Um, yeah. But uh, either either way, I I give you. I actually think I I'm agree with you on that beach one. Volleyball. But I I have to admit, I really like looking at girls in bikinis, so I'm disappointed. Okay. okay. But the Argentinian team was awesome. Oh, they look good. Really? Yeah. They I didn't good. see them. They came out in their bikinis, regardless of how cold it was. Ooh, burr. God um, bless them. <laughs> and you know, so I like watching it. Um, I, sport, I think it's though. good. Yeah, sport. let's go okay, indoor sport. or or beach. I agree. Um, it's it's too freaking hard. Anybody who's played beach volleyball or indoor volleyball or any kind of volleyball knows that's it's a brutal. Sport. It's brutal. Take one to the face. Tell me how you like it. Oh shit! Yeah. Um, two left. Okay. Weightlifting. Sport. I mean, yeah. Whoever wins, it's whoever ju- lifts the it's most. It's judged wins. based upon the amount of weight you lift, right? Yeah, yeah. Whoever lifts the most wins. So, okay. sport. Finally, good old fashioned wrestling. Sport. Good old Greco Roman classic original sport. Style. But I will say, um, Greco Roman wrestling does border on game because of the way you have to throw each other. Really? Yeah. It's not like pin the other guy. It's like you get so many points for throwing and everything. Oh, yeah, that's so true. So you could, yeah. So it's it's a little different. Okay. okay. So, but giving giving credit where credit is due, I'm still going to say sport. But I'm saying compared to like D1 college wrestling, yeah. where it's hands down, go ahead and grab the other guy and kill him. Um, it's different. <laughs> D1 wrestling is a is a sport of the first order. Greco Roman wrestling is a sport for sure. Yeah, but could be considered a game by D1 wrestlers. I am not a D1 wrestler, so I will talk to none of those people and run away. I think what are they talking about for future sports? Um they're talking they're adding rugby and golf for 2016. Golf is a game. Golf and is a never game. be in the Olympics. We I don't agree. have that kind of time. I agree. Um and their possible future sports roller sports, whatever the hell that means. Like roller skiing. Like Roller baby. I remember when I went to the Olympic Training Center, I mean the Olympic Sports Festival way back when in 80-something um, in North Carolina. The, the uh, They actually had like roller skating, like figure skating, like couples and stuff like that. And I don't think it has gone much farther past then. I, I would hope not. Um, but uh, the one thing that I do think, and I will make a statement now, if you have baseball, you should have women's softball. 
Yeah. They got rid of women's softball. Yeah. They and should have both. They should have both. And I think women... Title IX comment courtesy of Mark Hodgson. Well, no. I mean, it's I'm nonsense. in agreement. I'm not. It's I'm nonsense. Not, yeah. I mean, it's absolutely nonsense. And, and by the way, I actually think softball is way more fun to watch than baseball. That underhand pitching is gnarly. It is. It's cool. With the bigger ball, it's like way faster in a lot of ways. I mean, yeah. it just seems faster to me. Yeah. And and yet, I mean, you try to pitch like that, and then it's a bigger ball, so it's a little easier to hit. And so you get all sorts of action, whereas you got this baseball that, all right, he's on third, first and third, first, third, first, third. It's pitching. It's, it's, yeah. it's a ball. Yeah. And he's on first, third, first. You know, I mean, you got the whole. I hate baseball. I, I have said it before, and I will say it until somebody believes. I cannot stand baseball. Never liked it. I don't mind playing it. Like when I was a kid, I liked playing it. It was kind of fun. I liked hitting. Yeah. And I, I think I'm, watching it is, I would rather watch paint dry. Oh, I mean. I'd rather watch. No, I wouldn't rather watch golf. Well, here's the thing. Golf, I, mean, golf I hate too. How many times have you seen me, you know, chew sunflower seeds? Never. Never. Right? Yeah. When I played baseball, I chewed sunflower seeds because it's the only game where you need something to do while you play <laughs> it. I swear to God, I would buy bags of sunflower seeds in the eighth and ninth grade. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, because you you need something. You to, just sit out yeah. there and you play so many games. You play like twenty games a season, so you're like, you know what? My son also said best. Uh, he asked me one day when he came home, and we're almost we got to get to the rant here soon. Was that um, he came home from school once and he said, "Dad, um, my friends are all making fun of me because my sport doesn't have a stance. Because baseball has a stance. You're standing with the bat in your hand. Football, you get in the three point stance." Um, you know, basketball, you're taking the shot is a stance. And I, and if it weren't for basketball, I, I but I looked at him at the time. I said, buddy, because he was a soccer. I said, you don't have time to be in a stance. There's no sitting around. You're running for 90 minutes. Next time, tell him that. Tell him, I, I, my sport doesn't allow me the time to pose. I suppose you could, though, because I believe, like, isn't it, you, you stop with, your leg dropped in the way you think they're going to go if you're going to defend. I mean, there's some. Yeah, there's not a stance. No, not really. There's some. There's some ways to go. Cycling has no stance. Triathlon has no stance. Running has no stance. Unless you were talking about like the start of a hundred yard dash or one of those things where they're in the starter's block. But when the activity is underway, there's no stance. Well, I mean, just I don't know. I mean, if that's all he gets made fun of, I mean. Have, have it. He, he's oh, he, he's a grade school kid. He gets his balls busted for just about everything, you know. Plus, his dad shaves his legs and teaches drama. And yeah, it's not going to go well for runs him. Runs a podcast. He's screwed. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. kid. Yeah. Bad luck. So there are there's our stance on the Olympic events. If you are pissed off at us, please send us a note. Um, we'd love to hear what you think. And um, in fact, you know, we'd love to even talk to you on the show. Um, so without further ado, I think it's Mark's turn for a rant. I bought the beer, so I think all of the rants from now on should be yours until I don't have to buy beer anymore. Well, this will be a rather short one, but the first one that comes to mind is I look at the Olympics. Now, I love the Olympics. I've always loved the Olympics. I sit there. My stepson and I have literally chanted USA, USA in our living room. It's something spectacular, but something happened this week that really made me disappointed in the Olympics. Eight athletes were disqualified from the badminton for losing matches. Most of you probably already know this. And here's the kicker. 
they chose to power match people. And if you won a match, you would go against the harder team. If you lost a match, you'd go against the easier team. Is it really that hard to figure out the math and figure out where you want to go and control your own destiny? There's another rule, unfortunately, that you have to always do your best. However, that rule I don't think was always enforced. And in fact, this type of tournament play was not always done. In fact, what they've chosen to do was selective enforcement on athletes at a particular time. Eight athletes' dreams were denied this week because of selective enforcement of a rule that nobody paid attention to. I hope that you think that's wrong. People work their butts off, and I don't care if it's a game, sport, or competition. People work their lives for this dream, and that dream has been denied due to selective enforcement. That is always wrong. By the same token, this is something I've been wanting to talk about for a long time, Lance Armstrong. He, too, is being tested like you would not believe and is now under the same form of selective enforcement. Mark Cavendish, is he under the same scrutiny that Lance Armstrong? All of them, Pataki, every sprinter that's ever been in front of the podium on a day in the Tour de France, why are they not under the same enforcement? Lance Armstrong still has races to run. Lance Armstrong still wishes to race in the triathlete, and there is no evidence that he's doing anything wrong right now, and he's excelling. Let the man race. I think you should let him race, and you should let the Chinese go ahead and play all the badminton they want, regardless of the medal count. I have no idea how politics affects sports, but it shouldn't. And it's always wrong. It doesn't matter if it's a game or if it's a sport. You come together in the spirit of competition, and because you do that, you show up and you enforce the rules in a consistent manner. And if you do not enforce a rule on a regular basis, do not do it at the most inopportune time for those athletes. Always wrong. For that reason, I believe that all those people should be given medals simply for losing a match on purpose so that they could gain an advantage later? That's ridiculous. Should we also go ahead and find every athlete who got the best racket they could afford because they took an advantage there? Simply because someone gains an advantage through sport and preparation is not a reason to disqualify them, even if you have a rule on the books. To simply state it, and it goes both ways, athletes, Simply because you can do something does not mean you should. Therefore, I think you should do what is right every single time. And that goes for athletes and referees. Thank you. And that's my rant. That is another episode of the Pack Filler Podcast. I'm Pat Bulger. I'm Mark Hodson. We'll see you next time, boys and girls.